Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program sponsored by The Caring Place with campuses at Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. They are celebrating their 100th anniversary serving the homeless, hungry, abused, and needy families. They continue to feed the hungry, care for the needy, and help rescue and change lives every day. Now your host for Mission Possible, the good news program, and the president of The Caring Place, here is Ronald Brummett. Good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program brought to you by The Caring Place. You might know us better as the Miami Rescue Mission and the Broward Outreach Centers. We've been caring for the homeless and needy here in South Florida for 100 years. This is our 100-year centennial celebration. Uh, we're excited about it with thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of men, women, and children have come off the streets, have beaten the cycle of homelessness, have changed generationally uh, their future and their destinies for a one hundred years. Well, good morning again. I'm Ron Brumman. I happen to be the president of the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers. We're known as the Caring Place. We're going through some rebranding. And I'm joined here this morning with my lovely wife, Marilyn, who's the Vice President of Development. Marilyn, tomorrow is 4th of July, and we're we're ready for it, aren't we? Oh, that's right. Um, you know, happy 4th of July, Independence Day uh, to everyone who's listening. And, you know, we always... Everything that's a celebration that we can celebrate here at our centers, we take that opportunity to do so. So we're decorated here, and we're letting our residents and our guests know uh, that this is Independence Day. And we give special treats out. Uh, things are decorated, and, and they feel that they're really part of a family. Even our guests who come for emergency food, they're given extra items on these special occasions. Yeah, homelessness doesn't take a vacation. You know, every single day we're, we're facing with people that have some serious problems in their lives. And, you know, as you're driving through the counties in Broward or Miami-Dade and maybe you're just traveling and during traffic and hear somebody at a stoplight, you know, and your eyes are meeting their eyes and you say, are they going to come over to my car? They got a sign out there, please help. What do I do in those circumstances? Or maybe you're at a gas station and someone comes up, okay, you got a couple dollars for gas and, you know, they don't even have a car, but they you can tell that they're trying to, trying to uh, hustle you, you know, try to get your money out. But you never know what the story is behind That's those right. people's lives, do they, Marilyn? That's that's right. In every story, it might be similar, but they're different. And uh, you really need, you know, sometimes to listen to people. Now, you don't really have time when you're at a traffic light, but we have these little cards that you can pass out. And uh, we always say, give a, give some hygiene, give a little packet. You know, uh, we don't really um, promote giving money, but give something to let that person know that you care. And then you can get the cards from us that tells them where they can come in and get help. And uh, I'll tell you, people come to our centers with these cards saying, someone gave this to me and told me there's free food here. Well, I was talking to a Meals a Month partner, uh, and, and Marilyn, you'll tell more about Meals a Month partnership, but uh, this person just feels so good knowing that every month, 
Uh, they're helping provide meals for the homeless and needy. And so when they see somebody on the street, you know, that they can't, they don't, they can't really express that to the person, but they know deep down that they're helping someone just like that they're seeing at a traffic light or at a gas station or anybody that comes up there and asks you for money. So the Meals a Month program is something very, very spectacular. We've been pushing this and pushing this for what, what, for many, many years, but mm-hmm. now we're trying to reinvent it and, and to repurpose it. And so Marilyn, tell us about the Meals a Month program. Oh, it's so wonderful. So it's really a group of people and they know that they're part of a, um, I don't want to really call it a club, but it, it's part of a, a group. Uh, we, we call them focus groups and they focus on the meals. And uh, so they get special information that's sent out to them. They, we give special serve days where meal a month partners can come together and serve together in Broward and in Miami. And basically you, you say, okay, I am going to, uh, say that I'll be able to help 10 people 10 meals 20 meals 30 meals whatever god lays on your heart and so that might be uh you know ten dollars twenty dollars uh you know fifty dollars whatever it is is two dollars and ten cents to feed one person that's what you uh can remember and then you just do the increment so if you go to caringplace.org slash meals m-e-a-l-s you can become a partner and you're going to get very special updates and also invitations to special gatherings yeah now i i've been here for 32 years marilyn you've been here about over 20 now yes and we can tell you and you can come down yourself to our centers in miami or in, in hollywood there in broward you know hope often begins with the meal and when people are uh, discouraged, they're hot, especially during the summer months. They're either wet, you know, because of the rain, or they're sweating and hot. They haven't taken a shower. And so when they come in, we're, we're so grateful that we're able to offer them a meal and maybe a shower and some hygiene products. But without that, you know, without that first meal, that contact, it's very difficult to try to reason with anybody because they're just worried about themselves. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I haven't taken a shower. My breath stinks. You know, mm-hmm. my, I have no clothes. So when we take care of the basic needs, then we can come with, with Christian compassion too we're not mm-hmm. going to run away from who we are in our dna we've been here for 100 years we're a christian organization a christian ministry that happens to deal with people that are experiencing homelessness and so and especially domestic violence for the women not yes, just homelessness right. but yes. people that are fleeing domestic violence so you're going to meet all types of people from all walks of life when you come into our centers but this meals a month program you know for ten dollars a month twenty dollars a month i'm going to believe the lord today maybe there's somebody that says i can do a thousand dollars a month mm. and i believe there's somebody else they can do it that's 500 meals uh and so you go to caringplace.org slash meals actually we're going to rebrand that i think called meals and more aren't yeah, we yeah yeah it's going to be rebranded soon yeah, because meals and more, it's just not that meal that yeah. you're providing. It's compassion. Education. It's education. And it's a hope to get somebody off the street. And I know there's sometimes people, you know, we try to do our best and the community tries to do its best because it is a community project trying to solve the problem of homelessness. Uh, but some people are just highly resistant. Either they're mentally ill, they don't want to be in a building, or something's happening in their life, or they're severely addicted, or they've just given up. And so we, we can't, we don't know, we don't have a magic crystal ball who's going to come in and who's not going to come in. But I, I can tell you Marilyn mm-hmm. and tell the listeners and you know this is, is, is factual some people may take a year yeah. for them to be just come in once in a while get a meal stay a night but then they'll know hey that place they never
never judged mm-hmm. me. They always kept their arms open for me. They was always felt safe there. Mm-hmm. They were always encouraging, always positive. Hey, maybe I can get my life changed. Mm-hmm. And that's the process. And that's why we love our donors. We love our volunteers. Yes, we do. You know, for two years, two and a half years, our doors were pretty much closed because of the COVID pandemic. And so we had very few volunteers. But now our volunteer corps is picking mm-hmm. up. And even in fact, tomorrow and 4th of July, we'll have volunteers in all of our centers giving up part of their precious day mm-hmm. to help someone in need. And that may, that means so much to yes, the people that are in our programs. Right, honey? That's right. You know, when you say close our doors, well, we just couldn't have the volunteers come in and help. But we were continuing to serve our homeless and our hungry. We had to, you know, reinvent how we did that. We couldn't have the ones from the guests come inside the building. But we were feeding them outside. We had hand washing stations. We had porta potties and uh, we had some tents and we did the social distancing. So I just want people to know that we continue to serve our homeless and hungry uh, no matter what, you know, was coming to us on the outside circumstances, but we still want to be able to serve those that are in the greatest of need. And, you know, most people don't realize, they say, well, you're the you're the caring place. You care for the homeless and needy. You have a center in Miami called the Miami Rescue Mission. You have a center up in mm-hmm. Broward called the Broward Outreach Center. Actually, two centers, one for the women, mm-hmm. one for the men. And, uh, and when people say that, they, they, they don't really understand that we do more than just take care of people come mm-hmm. off the streets or that are homeless. Mm-hmm. We actually go out to the community four or five times a year and have very special uh, drives and, and events. So for this summer in August, we're having a, uh, a very special drive in our church property in Miami Gardens, and this is a back-to-school drive, right, hon? Yes, that's right. And we ask the community to help us collect school supplies, backpacks, pens, paper, all that. And also we do a sneaker drive at the same time because we give out brand-new sneakers to those um, at-risk children um, before they go back to school. So if you'd like to help, go to caringplace.org. That's a little. It's a little long one. Slash back to school just like it sounds, back to school. So caringplace.org slash back to school. Maybe I'll put backpack in there later, but back to school really has, really gives the whole meaning because it's not just a backpack. Yeah. It's, it's school supplies, it's clothing. We're sneakers. probably getting sneakers. We might even have food. We don't know yet, but we'll have probably over 600 families yes. will help. And registration is going to go forward in July. So you can help financially. You know, for $60, you can help sponsor a child. Uh, maybe you only can do $30, but you can maybe their sister, their small sister, <laughs> but, but you can do that but also there's ways that you can collect uh, items you know shoes and school supplies and then we're working on an Amazon uh, landing page also that should be up there on the website by the time uh, you you, you hear this and that way you can go to Amazon and Amazon Smile we're a charity there and you can order right on our page and get sneakers and books and all that stuff and it can be delivered right to us so that's another way you can help us well stay tuned right here on News Radio 610 WIOD for more Mission Possible you're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. I had never really known hunger before. But when you go days without eating, it's like a whole pit inside of you. I remember smelling the food outside, and they gave you a shower, a warm bed, and dinner. And it was awesome. <laughs> a hot meal I hadn't had. A- and the volunteers here. They, just the way they were so accepting, and I was so hungry. I remember I couldn't even really eat the first meal, it was too much, but uh, um, I kept coming back and eventually I came into the program, and that meal brought me home. 
Can you help to change a life by sponsoring meals for the hungry? Sponsor 10 meals for $20 a month or 5 meals for 10. Join Miami Rescue Mission's Meal a Month Club. Go to caringplace.org slash meals. That's caringplace.org. I... You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Lian Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Caring Place at the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. We have on the phone with us today Dwight Robinson. He is doing something amazing next week. We want to hear all about it. But before we go into that, Dwight, thank you for joining us today. Good morning, and thank you for having me, Leon. Oh, it's my pleasure, and thank you for sending over the information of what you're doing so that we could share uh, with the women and the children in our centers, and I know this is a Broward County event, so I sent it to all of my case managers in Broward County so that they knew that this is happening, but tell us, tell our listeners about what you're doing next week, July 9th. Tell me about your program and what you're doing. Certainly, certainly. It's the Hollywood Entertainment, Arts, and Technology Workshops. We affectionately call it HEAT, H-E-A-T. Next week, July 9th, Saturday at 11.30 a.m., we're doing online workshops. The workshops are really geared for youth ages 9 to 18, but we encourage parents um, and guardians to participate as well. Our goal is actually to basically support and create the next generations of content producers. Let me explain. Right now, our young people are being inundated with information and content from the Internet, from TV, from all sources, radio, et cetera. And that content doesn't necessarily reflect their family values. So what we wanted to do was we wanted to create Safe and Life Fellowship Ministries wanted to create a forum in which we could share with young people how to create content, but also kind of shape the types of content that they would create so that they would have confidence that they could create good content, wholesome content, family-oriented content that best reflects them and their families. Absolutely. And you're starting young. I mean, we're talking about ages nine all the way to 18. And I love it. And I love it that you said that the parents are invited to be in attendance, right? I mean, that would definitely be me. I would be there with my daughter. I would be there to explain anything that she couldn't understand. And and even after uh, the workshops are done, you know, like if she has any questions, that way I could could clarify, right, anything. Because you're talking about a nine-year-old. I mean, um, that, that's amazing. Now, with the workshops about creating content and, you know, inspiring and all that good stuff, um, how can our listeners, you know, if they're listening and they have children in that age range, 9 to 18, or if they know someone who does, how can they find out more about the program, like more information? Sure, certainly. We're using Eventbrite, E-V-E-N-T-B-R-I-T-E, Eventbrite. Um, and all they have to do is go to eventbrite.com and type in Hollywood Entertainment Arts and Technology. And the event flyer will come up, but there's also a bunch of information just like a website with all the information regarding the presenters, how to register. It is $25, but 
please don't let that be a hindrance. If there is an opportunity, we do have some sponsorship available. Absolutely. So what you're saying is if anyone is listening and they go on, and I know because you even invited, right, uh, you invited the children in our center, and obviously the children in our center wouldn't be able to afford that, right? So if anyone is interested right. and they cannot afford it, they can actually, you know, send you a message or let you know, and then you guys can hopefully Correct. figure something out, right? Correct. Correct. Absolutely. absolutely. That, that, that's really I wonderful. Wanted to, yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. We want to make sure that everyone has this experience that actually wants to have this experience. That, that's cool. Now, have you done this before in the past, or is this going to be your first event doing this? Yes, this is our fourth year. And so with COVID, um, let me give you a little backdrop. Um, great question. This is our fourth year. Um, we actually used to do it live prior to COVID. And when COVID hit, we did not want to um, stop the uh, workshops, but so we went to a Zoom platform. And what that did was that opened up the event to many more youth. We had youth from Spain, from Greece, from Italy, from Canada, from Africa, uh, from the islands, uh, Barbados, uh, Ghana. Um, we, we, we really, really were surprised by the fact that you from all over the world actually took advantage of this online program that started in Broward County in Hollywood, Florida. So we're excited about that. We continue to do it online just because it's so an effective tool to make sure that all young people that would actually like to learn more about the arts and technology as well as content production could have that opportunity. So we're doing it again this year online. We have an exciting lineup of speakers and presenters as well as activities. I want to talk briefly about a couple of the um, presenters. We have a young lady uh, that's only 11 years old. She's an entrepreneur, some say kidpreneur, and she created her own uh, dial called People Pops. It is incredible. Not only has it be, um, become successful, but they're actually shopping it for a cartoon deal. Yes, the cartoon companies are looking at creating this for a TV series. So she's an exciting young lady. She even has a video game that's coming out, and she coded it herself. Can you imagine? 11 years old. Then we have a young man from South Africa who is an expert on crypto. We're hearing all these things about this cryptocurrency and the crypto industry. Well, He's sort of an insider, and he's going to give kids and parents a bird's-eye view about what is this really about and what does decentralization mean and how does artificial intelligence impact us as individuals as well as our communities. So it's really an exciting lineup. Um, we also added this incredible activity called GPI, Global um, Positive Impact. Our Global Positive Impact Project is basically this. We're going to challenge the young people from all over the country, as well as obviously in Broward, to identify very serious things that's impacting their community. And we want them to come up with solutions that will solve these issues. They will actually select one, and over the course of the year, they will put their solution into place and then review it and see if it was successful. 
We're going to put it together in a video so that all the youth all over the country and all over the world have an opportunity to tell their story about the issues that they're facing in their own communities and the actual problem solving, how they came up with a solution and how that solution worked out. I'm excited about that. It gives them an opportunity to collaborate and then see how their actual activity worked or how effective it was in their communities. That, that's really amazing. And, and let me tell you what I love about, you mentioned something about, okay, with the pandemic, we had to move to Zoom, right? But how wonderful, yeah. and this is the benefit that I see in doing things now via Zoom, right? I mean, we, we don't have to do everything via Zoom. For something as sure. wonderful as what you're doing, so now you're reaching out to many more people outside of Broward County where this idea was, was founded, right? With this idea was birthed. Yes. So now you have, I mean, when you mentioned a child from South Africa, and you, you know, how wonderful wonderful that we're able to present this opportunity now, you know, in, in a much more uh, larger scale. Do I, I cannot yeah. wait for our listeners to, to get more information. Please tell us again, this event is in Eventbrite, and how do they find yes. you once they go to Eventbrite? Yes, they go to Eventbrite and type in the search Hollywood Entertainment Arts and Technology. Listen, we are an experimental program. We actually had a film produced and some of our young people were discovered from our program and are in this film. That's going to be shown in Broward in Fort Lauderdale, July 9th, that evening. So we're talking about experiential learning. So exciting to do. So exciting to see. Everyone goes and get all the information that they need for this event. Thank you for joining us this morning. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Leon Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Caring Place at the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. We have on the phone with us today, Pam Lehman, Community Liaison for PDPEC. Pam, thank you for joining us today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, fantastic. Pam, thank you so much, first of all. Uh, thank you for going to our center in Hollywood for providing the information that we needed uh, for the moms, for the children. I mean, you took time of your busy schedule to go to the center and, and have, you know, we have these meetings of information for our residents and you were kind enough to come and, and share this information right with the with our residents and, and we thank you for that and we cannot wait to hear all about your organization. What do you guys do, Pam? Oh, thank you, Leanne. Um, so PDPEC is a PPEC and PPEC stands for Prescribed Pediatric Extended Care. And we are a medical daycare for children from birth to 21 years of age that require a nursing intervention at some point during the day. So it could be that they need to be given a medication. They could be um, specially fed via a tube feeding, or they could have diabetes and need insulin, or they could have other disorders such as seizures or cerebral palsy or respiratory conditions, anything that would require a nursing intervention during the day, 
would be a qualifier for PBPEC or PPEC services. That's wonderful. So if if I understand correctly, and I was not at the meeting, all right, so like say, you know, if, if our listeners are wondering, right, oh my God, I wonder if someone that I know or maybe myself can use these services, right? Um, so this would be, I guess, services that you provide that you go to their houses, you go to the schools, both. How do you guys do this? So we have three centers throughout South Florida. We have a center in Dade up near the Golden Glades Interchange. We have one in Broward in uh, Inverary in Lauderhill. And we have one up in uh, West Palm Beach. And the centers have the capability to, the kids get dropped off at the centers or we have transportation that is also part of PPEC services that will pick up the children and bring them and take them home in medically equipped vans. And so they come to the centers, they spend the day there. Some of them are able to participate in age-appropriate schooling. Some are not, depending on what their medical condition is, um, as well as you know, being taken care of from a medical standpoint and partaking in daily other activities and schooling. Also at the center, the children can get speech therapy, occupational therapy, respiratory therapy, and physical therapy if, if, if they need it and if it's prescribed by their physician. And this is also something that saves the parents from from having to, once their workday is done, then start, you know, taking their sick child around to all these different doctors and therapy appointments. Everything can really be done under one roof. I was going to say this would be such a great help for the parents, right? I mean, what a relief. Yes. Yes, and and the wonderful part about it is that all these services are covered by Medicaid. And so there's no cost to the children or to the parents for these services. Wow, it gets, it, it keeps on getting better. Now, for our listeners, you know, if they're wondering, oh, my God, I want to hear more, I want to get more information, where can they find you? Where can they find more information? Well, they could reach out to me. My email is paml at pdpec.com. They can go on Instagram or Facebook at PDPEC Inc. Or go to pdpec.com and we have our website. Absolutely. Now, if any one of our listeners, if you didn't get the information because you're driving, you're busy at the moment, I have the information for Pam Lehman. I have the information for the PDPEC program, uh, this wonderful, you know, help to the parents out there that can use it. Pam, thank you for all that you do. Thank you for joining us today and much success to you and everyone else. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Once again, we're at that part in the program where we get to hear testimony, stories of changed life. And I'm here with Franklin, and he is going to tell his story. You know, I want everybody to know it's not easy uh, to tell your story. Um, but I have found that it not only helps the person who's telling it, but there's many listeners as they listen. They're thinking about their brother, their their father, uh, someone in life, and maybe it's you yourself that needs to hear this story. So, Franklin, thank you for being with us today. 
Hey, thank you, ma'am. How you doing, Ms. Brummett? I'm doing fantastic. And Franklin, we're going to go back in time. We're going to find out a little bit about maybe your childhood or your upbringing and eventually what led you to the mission. Yes, ma'am. Well, for starters, I was born here in Miami, Dade County at Jackson Hospital. Um, by the age of 12, I was moved from Miami to Georgia to stay with my grandmom because my mom was going through whatever she was going through. I didn't know at the time. And during my youth growing up, I understood that things was going on that I couldn't understand quite clearly what it was. But then I knew I had some problems because I started um, doing all sorts of stuff that that normal kids wouldn't do. I started acting out. So I started missing my mom. I knew that's what, that's what it was. I was missing my mom. My dad was never present in my life because he died when he was young, when I was young. Mm. Um, my mom was having such a hard time going with this person and that person. So she could, she wasn't never stable enough to have me and my sister in a part of her life. So she took us to stay with my grandma. And that was a, challenge because I had to stay with my other cousins and other relatives and it was a house full of people. Mm. I could never grasp what was going on with me so I started acting out. I started um, stealing, messing with people, property that didn't belong to me and I end up in a lot of uh, uh, YMDCs is what they used to call them back for the year, for the young people. Mm-hmm. So then they did an evaluation on me and found out that I was just really a didn't get the, the, the education that I probably needed at the time. And they asked me what was going on. I was always telling them that I missed my mom. Mm-hmm. So with that saying, um, I just, it's dang spirit out of control. And from, from the age of 12 on up to 19, I started smoking reefer. That was my first choice of drug. Um, and then after that, I started drinking beer because it was easy access for me to get to it because mm-hmm. my grandmama was a bootlegger. So that I used wow. to sneak up and wake up in the morning and go in there and drink a beer. And then I started drinking alcohol, more heavier stuff like vodka and all different types of stuff, gin. And then from that point on, things really got out of control. Then that's when the crack epidemic came. Mm-hmm. And then I started smoking crack. But at, at first, Ms. I didn't like mm-hmm. it at mm-hmm. all. I didn't like it at all. Uh, they used to put their little holes in the cans, and I didn't like it. So at that point, I left and left that alone and went to something else. And I just went to drinking again. And then eventually I ended up in a big city to where I was more uh, introduced again to the crack. Mm-hmm. With the, with the pipes, with the oh, little right. glass stem thing. Now, how many years would you say you was involved <sighs> in the heavy drugs? Uh, by, about 20 years. Ooh! Yes, ma'am. It's even hard to, for you to understand. Yes, ma'am. I, I just Where did could, those 20 I, years go? Just wasted away. I couldn't, I could, I couldn't grasp why things was happening to me. Now, was you working in and out during that time? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So you weren't always on the street? No. I was, I was, I was like a functioning addict. Where I would have jobs and and, yes. and continue my drug use. Okay, it's just that it always was a barrier it, to be able to go. It was always first. a problem, because yeah. at, at, at some point in time I would end up in jail, incarcerated. We're gonna have to go to a break, but what? How did you find out about the Miami Rescue Mission? Oh, ma'am, it's amazing how I found out about the Miami Rescue Mission. Maybe we're gonna come back after a break, yes, and ma'am. we're gonna find out how you did. Please don't turn that dial. You're going to miss Franklin's testimony and story if you do. So we'll be back. 
in just a moment. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. You heard. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Well, we're back with Franklin. I promised you, don't turn the dial. Franklin, you said you were 20 years, um, really had the crack habit, but you were a functioning addict. And you had some amazing jobs, um, be, you know, during that time before you came to the mission. Let's talk about that for a moment. Yes, ma'am. I was working. Uh, I had a nice job. This job I was working at, I was working in Pembroke. And I was working at an Indian restaurant. That's the very first time I ever got to introduce to some Indian people. Mm-hmm. He was very nice. The guy, I stepped to him and he uh, told me, he said, I got a job. I said, yes. He said, I, I said, I need a job. He said, okay, I got a job for you. And I was just passing by. He brought me in. I filled out the application, um, the best of my knowledge, because I'm not really that smart, but I filled it out. He told me, wait for five minutes and I'll come back. And he came back five minutes later. He gave me the job. I started the next day. He hmm. wanted me to work the same day, but I started the next day and I went in there and I was working hard. So that, that was the beginning of that job. And every day I went to work, I had no problems. I was on time and all of that. But it was something that was bothering me for some particular reason. And one day I was coming down from Pembroke and headed toward my home. And then something hit me. Then I got a phone call through my phone. And one of one of my old friends that I used to get high with, he called me. And I told him, I said, well, I'm busy right now. Then he called me back again. And then I told him, I said, I'll be by there. So I've, I made that conscious decision to go over to his home. And then when I went over to his home, I decided that I made a decision that I wanted to get high. Hmm. That was the worst decision I made in my life. Hmm. After I was so clean for over a year and a half. And after that, it didn't take but that one night of, of, of pure sickness mm-hmm. that I couldn't get out of me. And, I, and um, I got sick and I went to the hospital the next day. My mom asked me what was wrong with me. I wouldn't tell her because I was hiding something. And then after that, she took me to crisis. And then when I went to crisis, I left crisis and went to the hospital out there on the 27th Avenue at the mental hospital because they thought something was wrong with me. Then after that, I was led to the Miami Rescue Mission. And I know it wasn't nothing but the power of God that took me to the Miami Rescue Mission. When I went to the mission, I couldn't get in right then because I didn't know nothing about the mission. So really didn't nobody tell me about the mission, just except for the people at the mental hospital. Mm-hmm. And they told me, we got a place for you to go. And I knew that was God. And um when I got, when I when I stayed there, I started to leave because I couldn't get in right away. And, and so you came was, just, in a way, you were coming for the food and the clothing, shower, yes, stuff like that. That's the emergency and, and part. And other things started to play part, you know. And um I didn't I, I didn't know what I could think. I couldn't think straight. They say, you have to stay to it open. So I went up the street a little bit, sat on a couple of bus benches, and I decided, God said, come back to the mission. And I waited. And and it's, as a matter of fact, the same day that I came, it was on a holiday. They wasn't really letting nobody in. They told me I had to wait and see this guy named Marlo. And then when Marlo came, 
they decided to, to, to break whatever rule they had and let me in. And I knew it was nothing but the power of God. God. And when he let me in, that been the most blessed day of my life. Ever since I've been at the mission, I've been having blessing after blessing. God been coming to me, coming to me. And you coming. said something amazing's happened to you in the education department. Yes, ma'am. I, I, I finally learned how to read and write. I couldn't, I didn't know nothing when I got there. And God blessed me through the mission and through the heads of Mr. Ken and all the rest of the people that were there. That's amazing. And that's, that's amazing. Yes, well, Franklin, I wish we could talk longer. I always wish this part was longer, but we enjoy your testimony. We know we're going to be praying for you. And I ask the listening audience, please pray for Franklin and the many others that come to us. God bless you for sharing your story. Thank you, Mr. Brown. Well, that was a wonderful testimony from Franklin. I always want to remind the listeners that each one of these uh, people that come to us, uh, and some of them share their testimony. Not everybody does, but it's a it's a major thing for them to come on air and actually be able to talk what they've gone through in their life, and also coming to one of our centers. And but their life transformation is so real, and for them to share their story, it is really amazing. Well, you know, when you do things in life and you have goals, you want to have outcomes and you want to have measurements, you want to know where you are. And as we work with the homeless and needy here in South Florida, we've been doing it for 100 years. I don't know many organizations, a Christian, nonprofit, or for profit, can say they've been around for 100 years. We've gone through some variations over the years. We started out really in a horse drawn carriage. Uh, it's called, it was called Grace Mission at the time, and it's gone through several different name changes. And now we're known as the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. But our name has now changed a little bit more. We want to be known as the caring place because that's what we really do. Jesus cares for people. God loves people. We want to care for people. We want to love for people, love on people and help them see that it's a possible different future. And when you hear a testimony that we just heard, uh, that's what it's all about. You know, what we're all doing, our outcomes, you know, what are we, what's our measurements? Mm-hmm. It's changed lives. It's that's people right. that come in here broken. Uh, maybe they have a family. Maybe they don't. Maybe we can help them restore a relationship with their family. Maybe that maybe that thing is broken. We don't know until we start talking and discovering things. But your your the support of our donors, our our faith partners, our volunteers, everything that we're doing every single day of the year is to help that one family or that one person that needs help to get off the street. And you can help us. We mentioned earlier in the program, uh, we're trying to not reinvent ourselves, but this is a hundred year celebration. Yeah, we call right. it the big, bold, beautiful centennial celebration. We're having a spectacular gala in October, aren't we, Marilyn? Yeah, it's October 15th, so save that date. Uh, the tickets are $200, and if you would like to go ahead and get them now, you can go to caringplace.org slash gala. Yeah, and we're looking for sponsors. Yeah, now, that's right. now, the main sponsor for this would be $100,000. And this gala is going to be a look back at all the things that we've accomplished over the 100 years. Special guests are going to be there. Former directors are going to be there. Some political figures are going to be there. Friends are going to be there. Uh, but it's also going to be a time to look forward. What are we going to do in the future? You know, is homelessness going to be around in 100 years? You know, we don't know if America's going to be around in 100 years away. The world is going right now. But, but what do we want to do in the next five to 10 years that's going to help? Help more people mm-hmm. uh, be sustainable. Help them with their housing, their affordable yes. housing. Help them with their, their life change. And we, we have some ideas we want to share during that gala. So, again, uh, we're looking for sponsors. You can go to caringplace.org slash gala. Uh, October 15th It's going to be right around the corner. I know it's just the beginning of July, but it's going to be here soon. So you can come and be a, a, a supporter of ours. If you can't come, you can still support us. That's right. And we are looking for sponsorships. And, and we also are looking at people to come alongside of us for our meal 
Meals and More program. I called it Meals a Month because it's been like that for many, many years. Yes. But, Marilyn, they've changed the name now, right? Yeah, Meals and More because there's so much more. I mean, they come in for a meal, but if they really come into the Regeneration program, uh, they are transformed. Their life is empowered. Right, and I said, and I keep on saying this, I've been here many, many years, hope often begins with a meal that's the gateway that's the that's the presentation that's the hey listen we love you here's a plate of food no no strings attached but can i tell you that your life can be different mm-hmm. do you want to come in today would you like some help today and that's what it takes sometimes that mm-hmm. arm around that shoulder telling people that they can change you know tomorrow is fourth of july we want to wish all, all of our mm-hmm. listeners a safe fourth of july uh, a lot of travelers are being disappointed because flights have been canceled and so everything's in chaos so i'm praying for safety number one one and then that we continue to go through this pandemic we, we're starting to see some some light at the end of the tunnel that's uh, right we're still, we're still practicing all safety measures and trying to distance ourselves in our buildings and it's very very difficult so that's why we really need your support go to caringplace.org slash meals that's caringplace.org slash meals become a meals and and more uh, member as a monthly um, partnership mm-hmm. to help those that are that are less fortunate, those that are struggling. So God bless you. Stay tuned next Sunday right here on News Radio six ten WIOD for more Mission Possible. You have been listening to Mission Possible, the Good News Program on News Radio six ten WIOD. To contact the Miami Rescue Mission or Broward Outreach Centers. Please visit us at our website at caringplace.org. Join us again next Sunday morning for more good news on Mission Possible. I had never really known hunger before. But when you go days without eating, it's like a whole pit inside of you. I remember smelling the food outside and they gave you a shower, a warm bed, and dinner. It was awesome. <laughs> a hot meal I hadn't had. A, and the volunteers here, they, just the way they were so accepting. And I was so hungry. I remember I couldn't even really eat the first meal. It was too much. But uh, um, I kept coming back, and eventually I came into the program. And that meal brought me home. Can you help to change a life by sponsoring Meals for the Hungry? Sponsor 10 meals for $20 a month or 5 meals for 10. Join Miami Rescue Mission's Meal a Month Club. Go to caringplace.org slash meals. That's caringplace.org. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 